Welcome to the second episode of the Pucks and Deep podcast presented by Pucks and Deep. It's Thursday, August 22nd, 2019, and we have snuck upstairs into Nazareth Ice Oasis Redwood City. It's now public information. Sorry. In your face, Hannah. Wow, that's not nice. No, it's not. He's never going to listen to this. It's okay. Yeah. So um, I'm Alex, and this is... I'm Mark. And we are going to uh, talk the first period about the Sharks, the second period about the Central Division, and the third period, if we have enough time, we will do a brief interview between the two of us. It's just two guys with no authority on hockey talking about hockey. Are you going to say that every week? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about <laughs> switching up the, the, the catchphrases. Yeah, two guys with no authority on hockey talking about hockey. I don't know is the best catch line or the catchphrase. Why? No one cares about our opinions. But then why are we doing the podcast? Because we care about our That's opinions. That's fair. Okay. All right. So you had some homework last week. Uh, yes, and I, I did 50% of it, just like how I did all my schoolwork. So you failed? Yeah. Miserably? That's usually the, yeah, what happens. Okay. So you were supposed to, uh, you, you, you coined a term, roster bait. That's when you masturbate the roster, yes. Yes, and uh, we had Kevin Kurz's lines, which he predicted for the Sharks. Don't, don't insult Kevin Kurz right off the bat. Okay, uh, so Kevin Kurtz's lines. Fuck Kevin Kurtz. <laughs> okay, is uh, Evander Kane, Thomas Hurdle, Kevin LeBanc, Timo Meyer, Logan Couture. I still don't know how to pronounce this dude's name. Chemilvelsky. Ch- it's like Pavelsky, but with a Chemil at the beginning of it. But he's Russian. So he's the, Ru- the Russian he's, Pavelsky? He's the Russian Pavelsky. So he's going to be the big Chemilvelsky. Chemil- Ch- okay. He's pa- the Russian uh, Minnesota Miracle Man. Okay. That's, that's Gordon Bombay. Yeah, but Pavelsky's from Minnesota too. He's from Wisconsin. Oh, shit. He's the Russian badger. <laughs> um, Patrick Marlowe, Joe Thornton, and uh, Melker Carlson, I'm going to assume. Not Eric. I made that joke last week, didn't I? Yes, you did. Okay. Uh, Marcus Sorensen, Dylan Gambrell. content. Yeah. Uh, and Barclay Goodrow, or the Fords. Um, I think we, we agree on the defense, right? We, we don't need to talk about the defense. We don't need to talk about the defense again. I actually agree with Hurdle Kane and Couture Meyer. It's the other last two forwards on the top six that I don't really know about. If anything, maybe DeBoer goes spicy and puts Marlowe up on Couture and Myers' line to start the season to see how it works out. And then maybe when they make a deadline acquisition um, for a top six forward, they slot him back down to, to third. Who do they trade for a deadline acquisition for top six forward? So I was thinking about this oh God. earlier today. This is a little preemptive, but okay. Um, and I think if Ryan Merkley doesn't show any improvements, okay, he gets packaged with uh, Brendan Dillon <laughs> for uh, a top six forward for Chris Kreider. Uh, okay, that's a that's a lot for Chris Kreider, I think. And you're trading two defensemen for a forward, yeah. Which the Sharks need more defensemen. Do you think Dalton Prout is going to play well? No, but I think maybe Jacob Middleton or someone else a makes a jump. Middle six defense. Sorry. That was a Middleton joke. It's awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's a hot take right there. You really like Chris Kreider, don't you? Don't quote me on it. No, it's just I was looking at who was becoming a free agent this year and next year, and there's no one. Um, Kreider is a big body. He can, uh, as Todd McClellan, play down low, play, play the process. Um, was that your Todd McClellan? Yes, it was. That was atrocious. Eh, you know it happens. Wow. Okay, that was bad. I'm a Filipino dude, dude. I don't you really should feel do shame. voice impressions that well. You should feel shame. Okay. Go on. Um, I Isn't just think, Chris Kreider like a beanpole? Well, I don't Isn't know. Like he stick like, thin? I think he's stick thin. He like murdered Ryan Miller. That's not hard. Ryan Miller is also a beanpole. <laughs> True. You ever seen Ryan Miller without his pads on? Yeah. He's, he's like a, he's like skinnier you seen, than you. Have you seen Martin Jones without his pads on? Well, that's, all goalies are like that. But Chris Kreider's not a goalie. I literally just saw you try to yeah, <laughs> spell I, Chris Kreider twice. That it. I'm typing poorly. Um, still not right. Yeah, there's 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 an R in there. It got it. That's cool. He's 226 pounds, six three. Okay, I'm that's, wrong. That's that's I'm that's wrong. that's pretty. I'm that's wrong. a beefy boy. I just want to point out the fact that he's I, a beef I boy. weigh more than that. Just want to point it out. Okay. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> so, did you do your any homework? Uh, have I not been talking this whole time? Well, 
So Carlson, Carlson's not going to be on the third line. He's going to be on the fourth. Sorensen should be on the third line because Thornton loves him. Okay. So Thornton, Sorensen, Meyer, Couture, Kane, Hurdle, and then the wing, the other wing you are lost on. It's either going to be LeBanc or maybe Chelmovesky. And then what about the other two? I think Gambrell, uh, Suomela go back and forth between being healthy scratches. Okay. And then Barclay and Carlson on the fourth but line. But Barclay Goudreau is a great center. A great fourth line center. Don't you think? No. Really? He's terrible at face-offs. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go and disagree on that. It's a hot, my hot take. I love Barclay Goudreau. Your hot take is that a fourth line center is good at face-offs? Sure. That's bad. I feel shame. Okay. Um, it's like a poop take. It's literally a smelly take. Are you going to do more homework next Why week? Why don't you Google what Barclay Goodrow's face-off percentage because was? Because I don't want to look it up. And I guarantee you Evander Kane's was probably better than his. Okay, first of all, that's not important. Evander Kane takes like eight face-offs a year. Well, it's because he gets kicked out of the... Well, that's because Hurl gets kicked out of the circle a lot. Sure, but he's not a center. Kane's not a center. Yeah, but he still takes a lot of face-offs. All right, all right. I got to look this up because you put me on the spot here. Do you have an over-under? It's going to be like under 45. It has to be. Okay, first of all, that's not that bad. Second. That's pretty bad. It's not that bad. Barclay Goudreau. Pretty sure it's 53%. But that was a glance. Uh, 53.7%. That's actually pretty good. Okay, so um, my hot take is correct, and you should feel shame. No shame. Okay, uh, let's move on to our division preview, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to do the central division. We're going to ping pong back and forth between divisions. In our last episode, when you could hear us over the music and ice noise, um, we talked about the metro. But we're going to talk about the central. Not cent- to be confused with the Atlantic. Correct. We're going to talk about the central this uh, week, which is the quote unquote best division in hockey. What they call the Thunderdome. And I don't know if that's true anymore. I think the Metro might be better. Or the Atlantic might be better. The Atlantic is definitely not better. Florida, uh, Florida, Toronto, Boston, Tampa? No. No? I still think the Central is the Thunderdome. All right. Well, the Central, the Predators, the Jets, the Blues, the Stars, the Avalanche, the Blackhawks, and the Wild. That was the ranking last year. The Predators won with 100 points. The Jets and the Blues tied with 99 points, which is crazy. The Stars had 93 points, and the Avalanche squeaked into the playoffs with 90 points. Okay, so we're going to do this in... uh, we, we just bounced around last week, and it was terrible. So we're going to go in order, because we forgot the Blue Jackets somehow. I mean, You like, forgot the Blue Jackets. I forgot the short. I mean, everyone <laughs> should forget the Blue Jackets, especially with after what they did last season. I, I, vented, I ranted about that, right? Yes. Just, ugh, okay. It was about my mispronunciation of Yarmo. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yarmo click clacking. God, okay. So the Nashville <laughs> Predators <laughs> traded P.K. Subban for... Sorry, they traded P.K. Subban and Sharks legend Adam Halvenka. Remember, he was part of that trade? I do remember. Yeah. Uh, For Steve Santini and Jeremy Davies, who I'm pretty sure one of them is already gone or something like that. Do you remember? I don't. Yeah. Um, I think Davies is now a free agent, and they didn't sign him. Yeah, that is correct. So they traded in for Steve Santini. And $9 million in cap space, which they used to sign Matt Duchesne. Matt Duchesne. Brian Voyle is gone. Cody McLeod, thank God, is gone. Wayne Simmons is gone. Real quick, do you remember that game that we were at? It was, it was, against, it was the Sharks versus the National Predators. Yeah, I got and, a lot of games. And Cody McLeod went to go hit, I think, like Justin Braun or something. And like the look in his eyes. Oh, he's terrifying. Look like he's terrifying. He wanted to eat Justin Braun's children. It was absolutely terrifying. Was this all in the row three seats? Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm, I do remember that game. 
Yeah. Where, where Ryan Johansson gave that dude a stick. Yeah. That was awesome. Everyone was like all butthurt because the sharks lost and they, they were all walking around and there was a kid being like, I love the predators for some reason. And he just wanted that, a stick. Yeah. And Ryan Johansson, everyone was like looking down, ignoring the kid. But Ryan was Johansson's like, like, here, here's the my stick. The whole time Ryan Johansson was being a little fucking shit on the ice too. So it's his job. No, it's not. That's he's his a job. First, he's a first line center. He's not supposed to be a little shit. Is he a first line center? This is a good segue. Is he a first line center? Now that Matt Duchesne is there? Yeah. Yeah. So Matt Duchesne is second line center. Yeah. You're paying your second line center $9 million. Yeah. That's unforgivably stupid. Well, he's not going to start the season as first line center. Why not? He doesn't have any chemistry with anyone. How do you... Oh, I can't argue with that because that's not knowable. He literally doesn't have any chemistry with anyone. <laughs> so um, the beat writer for The Athletic, for the Nashville, I don't remember their name. They agree with you. They have the lines as Philip Forsberg, Ryan Johansson, Victor Arvidsson, Granlin, Duchesne, Smith. Best name in hockey, by the way. Callie Yarncroke. Great, great name. Kyle Turris and Rocco Grimaldi, who I despise. Also a great name. <sighs> and Colton Sissons. They just have a great yeah. Yeah, that's fair. name lineup. Colton Sissons, Nick Menino, and Austin Watson, who should... <sighs> I got mixed feelings about this. The Austin Watson thing? What Austin Watson thing? He apparently beat up his girlfriend. Oh. Last, last year. Mm -hmm. You don't remember this? No, I don't. He beat up his girlfriend, got suspended for... Wait, I thought that was Cody McLeod. No, Austin Watson. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Then he's yeah. scum. I don't uh, like it. He got suspended for like 30 games and the arbitrator reduced the suspension, which is crazy. Uh, the reverse Chris Weidman. Yeah. Um, and then the girlfriend came out or fiance or something came out and saying that she has an alcohol abuse problem and that the police shouldn't have gotten involved, which sounds like victim syndrome. And it, Doesn't Austin Watson also have an alcohol yeah, problem? It just sounds like there's a lot of bad going on there. So I don't really like Austin Watson. And it's kind of like a Slava Voinov 2.0 well, situation. Uh, sure. Or you could go with the National Predators example. Um, what's that guy's name? Mike Ribeiro. Mike Ribeiro. Mike Ribeiro 2.0. Well, he was just a cokehead. He abused his Didn't he nanny? Like, rob someone too? No, I think he beat up his nanny. Oh, okay. He's a terrible person. Yeah. Also a jerk. Moving on. Now, um, let's, let's talk about these forward lines first before okay. we move on to the go defense. Ahead. Um, I'm mean, moving on from domestic abuse. Yes. Yeah. I think they have the deepest center depth maybe in the whole league. Ryan Johansson, Matt Duchesne, Kyle Terrace, Nick Menino. Yeah. I mean... Uh, they are certainly paying their centers more than anyone else that in the is league, probably. That is ridiculous center line depth. I don't like Kyle Terrace. I don't like Nick Menino. They're both fourth line players. I, I don't think they have a good third line I center. I don't agree with that. I think Kyle Terrace is a great third line center. Sure. Third line. Okay. That's um, fair. Victor Arvidsson, if he stays healthy, will probably get 40 goals this year. He, didn't, he was not healthy last year? No, and, but he was scoring at a ridiculous clip when he was healthy. is that because of Arvidsson or is it because of Forsberg? Because Forsberg is just amazing. I think it's partially just because Arvidsson is who he is. What, a tiny player who can shoot? Yes. He looks kind of like a hobbit. That hobbit can score. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, Wait, is the Mikhail Granlin, is that the failure flames one or is that the one that used to be on the wild? The wild. Remember they traded Michael Granlund for uh, that guy, Kevin Fiala, who broke his, who broke oh, his leg. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good second line then. Yeah, I thought the second it was, line's great. The I second line the, is unimpeachably good. I'm, I thought it was the bad Granlin, the no, one that... Who's on the Canucks now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I hate Craig Smith. I'm amazed Craig Smith is still in this lineup. I mean, he's very hot and cold. Yeah, but uh, I'm not a huge Craig Smith fan. Um, but yeah, the second line is great. Duchesne and Granlund are, are good. Really, really good. They're really good. Yeah. Um, Yonkroak, Turris, and Grimaldi. Grimaldi is just a piece of shit. He's a plug. This, I don't know why they have him slotted on the third this line. This team is going to be so annoying to play well, against. LaViolette's still the <laughs> still the coach too and if you remember that old gif of him on the Philadelphia Flyers bench all he wants you to do is pound the body yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's that gif of him punching yeah, I think it was Jake Borchek yeah, in, in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. 
Uh, and their fourth line is fine. I mean, they, they have five fourth liners. I would say Young Croak, Sissons, Benino, Watson, and Grimaldi. They're all fourth liners. And then Torres is the third liner. And Benino is a third or fourth liner. I mean, I can, I guess I can agree with that. I would say Craig Smith is a third liner personally. Yeah, but, but the, that center depth is ridiculous. Nick Medino blocks so many shots. It's great on the PK. Terrace is a good In defensive. 2020 or in 2017? <laughs> um, in 2017, but I still think he can do it on the Predators. I don't like the Predators as a team. I think they're a bunch of assholes, but it's a good team. The, what does look like a hot mess, though, is their... D lines, which we should get to right now. Well, they have a, okay. We'll get to, Roman Yossi, Ryan Ellis, Amazing. number one, incredible. I'm a huge Ryan Ellis fan. Yes, actually, Ryan Ellis is incredible. Roman Yossi is pretty good too, although overrated somehow. Somehow, he's Do you agree? he's overrated but underrated at the same time. Don't know how that's possible. He's like sneaky good, but everyone, everyone knows, knows he's, he's sneaky. Sure, yeah. sure. Sasha Barkov syndrome. Sasha Bar- Barkov is just good. Okay, fair enough. Matthias Ekholm and Dante Fabro. That is a bold move, putting a, basically a rookie in the number 4D spot. Ek, Ekholm is good, though. Ekholm's great, but you're replacing P.K. Subban and Dante Fabro. If anything, I would put the rookie with Yossi. Do the little Zidane Chara. That's a hot take. Like, you know, mentorship kind of thing. Sure. Interesting. Dan Hamuse is still in the league. Believe it or not. I, I actually had no idea. Yeah. And uh, Yannick Weber. They have to have a Weber on the team. There's, there always needs to be a Weber on the press. And this Weber is one better than the previous Weber because he wears number seven. Just like there always needs to be a Stark. In Winterfell. In Winterfell. <laughs> All right. There always needs to be a Weber on the Preds. Um, let's talk about their goalies. Because, I mean, the defense, I don't think there's really anything to talk about. Dante Favreau is a question mark. Yannick Weber and Dan Hamuse are both old and Who, most likely who's bad. Who's their seventh defenseman? Do they have one? Uh, let's look at cap friendly. Their seventh defenseman would be Sharks legend Matt Irwin. Oh, and Matt Irwin is a fucking travesty. So he's 31. So many people hate Matt Irwin. I love Matt Irwin. He has a, he has a bomb clapper. He's great, but he's a terrible defenseman. I disagree. Do you remember when he got, I don't Played know if he got Dan traded or, him, yes. or got signed to, uh, the Bruins and they thought like, oh, dude, this is like our number four guy. You think and Tommy they, Wingles? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was Matt Irwin, and they like put him out there, and he just got eaten alive. Yeah, that sounds right. He wasn't playing with Dan Boyle anymore. Dan Boyle? I love Dan Boyle. I miss that guy. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, I don't really think you can argue with their defense. They have three really good players. They have three question marks. Two are old, one's young. And yeah. then they have a new seventh defenseman. I think they have enough to, to carry them. For sure. Um, but, you know, they're going to be exposed some nights, and that's fine. So the real question is, if you had to trade P.K. Subban for Matt Duchesne, would you do it? Well, no. I think P.K. Subban's too dynamic in the back, and you had a stacked... Well, like he's got good hair, or...? That was a... That was a terrible joke. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> He's just so dynamic in the back end, and you don't trade number one D men for number one or number two centers. I just don't agree with that. So you would have left, you would have sacrificed that center depth for, yeah, for I, having I, a number I, four. Duchesne's good, but he's not great. Not, he's, he's not nine million a year good. He's not a bona fide number one center. Yeah, no, that's fair. He's a uh, he's a number one center. He's like number one center. Like Logan Couture is a number one center. Oh, talking bad about your boy Logan Couture. I'm not talking bad. I'm just saying he is not a game breaking, game changing player. I think the same could be said about Ryan Johansson. Well, obviously, and that's why they were starved for center depth, and they made a knee jerk reaction to get that yeah. number one center. Fair enough. Pekarina and UC Soros in goal. Uh, UC Soros is too small to play in the NHL in 2019. And Pecorine is the streakiest goalie I've but ever seen. UC Saros is really good, especially with that but defense. But he's tiny. And also one of my favorite fantasy names that I had, Pecorine Romano. That's pretty good. Thanks to my wife, who was uh, sitting beside us and gave me that great she name. She hasn't laughed in like 10 minutes. We're not she's being not funny listening enough. to us. You don't think so? No, she's not. Um, well, you don't think we're funny? 
<laughs> oh boy. Wow. wow. She just said, no, I don't think you're funny. <laughs> I wasn't listening, sorry. She also said, I think I might want a divorce after this. Wow. She did. She did. I can't confirm. Um, UC Soros too small to play in the NHL. I'm not impressed. Not a fan. Pecorine is. He's good. Pecorine? Bob Carine. Uh, you know what Bobka is? Yeah. What is it? He has no idea. It's a Jewish thing. It's. It's what your grandmother calls you. Little Bobka. That's Babushka, <laughs> and it's Russian. No, Babushka is. Okay. I'm going to stop now. Yeah. Um. Pecorine is what, 35? 36? He's old. My mic wasn't close enough to my face. Okay. Uh, he's 36. Didn't he, I say 36? You did, you're right. Congratulations. You want a cookie? Yes. He's got two more years. You want some babka? It's a dessert, by the way. What about latka? No, that's completely different. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about uh, Filipino dishes one night. Oh, God. Oh, that sounds terrifying. Um... So Pecorino has two more years on his contract at five million dollars. He played great last year. He he did he until played he like just shit the year before that. Yeah, he's so streaky. I, I'm worried about it. How about that? I mean, I hope they fail. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. Why? I don't like Brian Johansson. Why? Because he gave that kid a stick. <laughs> no, because he's a little shit. Because he fought Joe Pavelski or someone. Didn't he fight Joe Pavelski? I think it was Joe Pavelski. Yeah. Because he stood up. The, the, okay, we're going to move on. Um, okay, do you think they're going to do better or worse than they did last year? 100 points. I think they do worse. 96 points. Wow. Okay. Only because I think some teams in the Central got better. Okay. Uh, I say Peter Laviolette, who's a good coach, might get fired this year. Interesting. Because they underachieved last year, I think. And I think they're underachieved this year because their defense isn't going to be as good and their goalie isn't going to save everything. And they're going to make a knee-jerk reaction. You know who they need? Mike Smith. <laughs> Mike Smith is very comfy in Alberta, apparently. Bring him back. leave Alberta. Someone call up Carrie Underwood and let him out of the house. Oh, you don't mean Mike Smith. Oh, not that Mike Smith. I, I meant, uh, oh, he, 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 oh God, we both like know his name now. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Mike Underwood right now. His name's not Mike. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it's Mike Fisher. Mike, oh, you're right. Okay. You're right. Sorry. Not Mike Smith. Okay. Mike, Mike Smith can go to hell. Mike Smith is a goalie. Mike that Fisher. That only plays in Alberta. Mike Fisher needs to come out of retirement again. He did that last season already. I thought that was two seasons ago. No, he came he retired two seasons ago, came out of retirement last season. No, I think you're you're mixing it up. I don't think I am. Cuz he he went the year that they went to the finals. Yeah, and then he retired the next season. And then unretired the end of the, the middle of the no. next season. Well, maybe he'll do it again. What? Under a new name, Mike <laughs> Mike, <Smith. laughs> Mike Underwood. <laughs> okay, I see. I see. Um, all right. Let's talk about the Jets, shall we? Let's do it. Kyle Connor, unsigned. Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler. Nikolai Ehlers, Brian Little, Patrick Laine, unsigned. Matthew Pro, Adam Lowry, Jack Roslovic. This is a great name, too. Kristen, Christian Veselinen, Andrew Kopp, and Mason Appleton. Can we talk about... Mason Appleton, how great of a name it is? Patrick Laine being a complete Fortnite weeb. Okay, I don't think weebs play Fortnite. Weeb is not a Fortnite game. You just saying that because you're a weeb that plays Fortnite. I have not played Fortnite in over six months, sir. That's a lie. It's not. Okay. Maybe four months. Oh, my God. He's like, <laughs> maybe I logged in last night. And did a quick I game. didn't. I played The Witcher last night. I got to the Battle okay. of Car Morin. Have you played Witcher? No. It's good. I don't play video games. I'm really disappointed that Marissa didn't hear that. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. He okay. said he doesn't play video games. Oh, her face right now. Oh, I wish this was a video podcast. It's great. Anyway, all right. Back to the Jets. Uh, uh, Kyle Connor, Mark Trifley, Blake Wheeler. You, you already will, know what you're... Will, will you, Kyle Connor sign? Are they both going to sign? Or are they both going to play for the Jets? I think Connor's going to sign. I don't know about Line, honestly. You, you saw those uh, those reports? Yeah, I don't understand why he's so unhappy. He's super fucking streaky. 
He's slow as molasses. He can't do anything one-on-one. You can pretty much set him up at the top of the right circle to bang in one-timers all day long. But his one-timers are 8,000 miles an hour. They really are. Maybe nine. Will snipe Selly all day long, Patrick Laine. But if he doesn't have anyone setting him up, he's not going to succeed. Sure. And is their second-line center, you know, Brian Little, going to set him up too little or too late? That was... Shame. Um, I have a question for you. No, it's little. The joke was little. (laughs) I have a question for you. Who has currently the most projected cap space next season? It's not the Coyotes. I know that for sure. It's the Jets. Interesting. They have seventeen million dollars in cap space. Wow. And they only have forty or thirty-nine players signed out of fifty. What? That's crazy. That makes no sense. I mean, I don't, uh, what's their issue? Just, just sign these guys. What's his? Uh, who's their? Give who's their GM? a bridge who's deal. Their, who's your GM again? Mark Sheveldayoff. Yeah, Sheveldayoff loves playing hardball. That's like his thing. Well, they lost Jacob Truba because of it. Yeah, and now he's getting paid way too much money to sure, be sure. But they could have number still... four demon on New York. Well, he's the number one demon on New York for <laughs> better or for worse, but he probably shouldn't be. But they have Neil Pionk. They have, you know, Andrew Kopp. They lost Brandon Tanev. Well, thank God, because he signed, signed that Nathan awful... That guy. Who was a pretty poopy defenseman in his own right. He's fine. Fine. Whatever. Um, I don't understand. Just sign them. Just just do your job. I, <sighs> I think they're waiting for the Marner shoe to drop. But they're so com- they're completely different players. Mitch, if you're listening to this podcast, and I know you are, please tell your dad <laughs> to stop playing hardball and just sign a fucking contract with Toronto. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the the tweets from uh, Darren Drager? No, because Drager sucks. So Darren Drager is has just turned into a mouthpiece for Mitch Marner's dad, and every time Marner news um, comes, people just say thanks. I don't remember Mitch Marner's dad's name. It's like thanks. Mike or something, yeah. and they just say thanks, Mike, instead of Darren. It's the greatest thing ever. Sign Line A to a ten million dollar two year bridge deal. Why not? You have the cap space. Sign Connor to a nine million dollar six year deal. I don't Why think not? You have the cap worth space. nine million. I yet. don't either. But you have the cap space. You can't lose both of those players, especially well, after losing losing Truba. Looking at their. D lines. I think they're trying to get a defenseman because that looks brutal. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. But, I mean, their first line is good. Let's assume Ky- uh, Connor and line A sign. I think their first line is great. I love Nick Ehlers. Nick Ehlers is very good. I love Nick Ehlers. He's going to figure it out one season and just lose his mind. He's going mean, to be fantastic. He's already really good. He's, he's going to be great. Uh, Brian Little is... Nyeh. Their third line, uh, Matthew Perot is a piece of shit, but a good hockey player. I, he's a really good hockey player, yeah. honestly. Um, I wish he was on the Sharks. I wish he'd never played in the NHL because he's a piece of shit and he's dirty and I hate him. But he's a good hockey player. Sure, but he's also dirty. Uh, moving on. Um, Jack Losovic is fine. And the best thing about their fourth line is Mason Appleton. What a, not a name. There are a bunch of unknowns on that fourth line. Andrew Kopp is not an unknown, sir. He's a career fourth liner. <laughs> Great. He can eat five minutes. Yeah. A game. Um, their defense. Their defense is, is brutal. It's pretty brutal. Uh, Dustin Bufflin, who's 87,000 years old now, that's still pretty good. He's good, but he's no, he's not a number one defenseman. Sure. Nathan Bouillou, they have as their number two defenseman, <laughs> which is, is brutal. Is, yeah. Wasn't he like scratched by the Sabres last year? He couldn't even make the Sabres? I'm pretty sure if you look at the transactions page, he got traded to the Jets. He wasn't tendered his qualifying offer, and then they signed him to a one-year contract. Um, can confirm. That is correct. Well done, sir. So they Except I don't think he was traded. They didn't think that he was worth what his qualifying offer was. So well, maybe said, his qualifying offer was high. Well, yeah, but if you're slotting him as your number two defenseman, then maybe you should give him a high qualifying offer. Sure, that's fair. I agree. I agree. Um, Josh Morrissey is good. Josh Morrissey is very good. Neil Pionk is fine. I actually haven't seen him play. He's good. He's, he's fine. He's fine. That's what I said. He's, he was he's on the like Rangers. A, he's, he's like a budding top four. 
Uh, he's very new NHL, very rush the puck up. I'm, I'm small. I don't play great defense, but I'm pretty aggressive. He scored this highlight reel coast to coast goal at the beginning of last season. It was beautiful. He's got a great name too, Pionk. Um, and their fourth line, or sorry, their third I line think defense. My new fantasy team name is going to be the Pionkos. I don't get it. Like Plinko. Never mind. Oh. That was bad. And we're back. We uh, we got caught. We may or may not have been kicked out. We're we're broadcasting live from jail now. We are in, moving on. Um, we were talking about Neil Pionk, I believe. Washington or what? Washington, Jesus. Winnipeg Jet legend Neil Pionk. Neil Pionk. Um, the Pionkski. That's Pionker. That's right. Pionko. Right. Um, so they're they're Josh stop. Morrissey, Neil Pionk. Fine. I'm not a huge Josh Morrissey fan. Some people like him more than me. I really like Josh Morrissey. I think he's, he's a fine. great defenseman. Really? Yeah. I think he's great. Really? Okay. Yeah. Is he a three? He's a three. Is he a two? Not a two. He's a really good three. Okay. I would probably swap Bullyu and Morrissey and have Morrissey play with Bufflin. I wouldn't have Bullyu play at all, but <laughs> that's sure. just how their top six is. Sure. And so their third line or third pair is Kulikov and Sammy Nikyu, who I believe is a rookie. So that's um, awful because Kulikov is not a good defenseman. Yeah, and Sammy Nikyu is a 22-year-old on his ELC. Uh, yeah. Yikes, that's brutal. They're going to give up 800 goals a game. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Bustling's not good at D to begin with. Sure. They have no shutdown defenseman there. Well, uh, Morsi. Shut shutish he's, down. A, he's a puck mover. Sh- shutish down. Um, let's talk about uh, Hellebuck and Brossois. Hellebuck is, is hot and cold. Uh, and Brossois is, I think, the worst. This is a hot take. The worst backup goalie in the NHL. Wow. Besides. Aaron Dell. Alex, <laughs> Alex Daylock. Oh, don't hate on the, on the he lock. He seems like a very nice guy. He also has a great first name. Oh, my God. But he is not good. Neither is Laurent Brossois? No, he's not. Well, Hellebuck isn't that great either. He's better than Laurent Brossois. I'm probably better than I think I'm just a little bitter because Hellebuck was on my fantasy team last year and he did not do as well as I anticipated him to be. Therefore, he that's all you care about? He's dead to me now. Got it. Uh, okay. You got big ears, Hellebuck. Take that. <laughs> Have you seen his eyes looking back and forth? Dude's creepy. Terrifying. Terrifying. Um, 99 points last year. Higher or lower? Definitely lower with that defense. Holy moly. Really? Yeah. 87. Okay. And, and Jacob Truba, 87. Yeah. Jacob Truba makes that much of a difference? I just, I don't. You literally can't even? I literally can't even. Okay. I hope I'm wrong. Okay. Um, let's move on to the somehow Stanley Cup champions, St. Louis Blues. Take me home. That's Paradise City. Oh, that's a. That's not about St. Louis. It's not. That's so weird. So, uh, what did Missourians? What did St. Louis do? They re-signed Joel Edmondson. Hooray! They re-signed Oscar Sundquist. They re-signed Jordan Biddington. Oh, that dirty fuck. Who Oscar Sundquist? Yeah. Yes, that dirty fuck. They re-signed Robbie Fabry, who I don't even think played. He's Crit- been he's been injured so much. Yeah, he like broke his leg or something. Yeah. Uh, and then tore his ACL after that. I oof, think brutal. They. Sign Zach Sanford. They, they didn't do anything. So they pretty much have the same exact lineup. And this is why they're not going to do good next year. They're not going to get the same calls. Oh, that is a hot take. Do they only win the, the cup because of the Absolutely. calls? Absolutely. I mean, yes, I think three or four of them should have probably been suspended in the Shark series. But there was some hits in the Bruin series that should have been called too. One, I would say. But there was a couple. Sure. Um I, I, just I, I, when, need to, I need to vent a rant a little when bit here. When your coach is one of the dirtiest fucks to ever play the game, <laughs> your team is going to be a bunch of dirty fucks. Sure, that's fair. And I, now that they're the champions, they're going to have a target on their back every night. They're going to get even dirtier, and they're they're not going to... Not, not going to do, do good. No, and I don't think Bennington plays remotely as well. I as don't think he, he played that well. He played that well in a couple games. His numbers are not great. Yes, his numbers and 
starts after losses are amazing, whatever. It's, it, he's not that great. He's fine. He, he stood on his head for a couple games that mattered. But he's, he's fine. Um, you know the okay. I don't know if we had this conversation. Who should have won the con Smythe? There is a correct answer here. I'm guessing you don't think it's Ryan O'Reilly. That is correct. He's fine. Tarasenko then? No. Tarasenko was invisible the for the Trangelo? first two rounds. No. Peter Angelo? No. <laughs> what? Yeah. Pierre Maguire? Yeah. <laughs> Colton Pareko is the correct answer. That dude was Col- an absolute Colton monster for played- four rounds. He made Jay Bomeister look like an all-star. Considering he plays like a fucking marshmallow for the majority of the season, <laughs> he played really well in yeah. the playoffs. Um, all right, I got I to gotta vent a little bit here. Um, and I'm sure this is some Sharks bias, but the uh, NHL awards for um, general manager of the year, they are voted on by, I believe, the broadcasters. Don't quote me on that. After the second round. So it's always three of the four GMs that make it to the third round. Uh The three GMs that were nominated this last season were the Blues, the Canes, and the Bruins. Okay. Not the Sharks. Okay. The Canes were an absolute fluke. I don't agree with that. The dude didn't even have a job at the end of the season. Tom Dunyan? My computer. No, no. He's their owner. Um, He was fine. He fleeced Minnesota within a trade we and got Nina, Nina Ryder. Right. And that's not difficult because apparently the dude was an idiot. One of the best, one of the best names in hockey. That's pretty good. Um, not impressed. Oh, you talking he, about he, my boy Chuck Fletcher? No. No, wait, no. Fletcher's on the Flyers He's now. the Flyers now. Yeah, he was we'll, that guy we'll, that got fired after half a season. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to him. Um, but they basically didn't do anything. They had, he took a team which was already well done, well built. And made a couple tweaks, and that's it. Didn't they make Brendan Moore coach? Sure. He promoted as their assistant coach. Big deal. The Blues. Wait, can we talk about how Brendan Moore's voice does not match his face? <laughs> well, when your face is punched repeatedly over and over and your nose is broken 8,000 times. You're going to sound like a high school Yeah, there's probably some roids. In, there's probably some, wow. There's probably some roids involved. He had the high, he has the highest voice ever. That's pretty high, and he probably got beat up a lot as we a just child. Gotta keep pounding the body down low, and gotta <laughs> cycle it back up to our D. It's not that bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Fair enough. So the Blues, he you know they were supposed to have a good you know season, and they were last, and they had to fire their coach. Yet this is a good GM that should be nominated for GM of the year. What? That makes no sense. The dude got lucky. The team rebounded. Yes, he had built a good team previously, but he also let his team free fall for two and a half months. I agree. To last play. It, it's, it's mind-boggling. So It's, it's recency bias. That's yeah, all it is. It's crazy. I mean, the Sharks have been continuously decent for 20 they, or they so years. They signed a so. number one defense, or they, sorry, they traded for a number one defenseman that everyone in the league was trying to get, basically. At least everyone in the league should have been trying to get. They were good the entire year. It's everything. It is ridiculous. Um, all right, the Blues lineup. Jaden Schwartz, Braden Shen, Vladimir Tarasenko. I'm not a huge Schwartz or Shen fan. I'm not either. I yeah. think Shen was a little bitch in our playoff series. But Tarasenko is just Tarasenko is really good. Oh, God. Um, Sammy Blay, Ryan O'Reilly, and David Perron. Uh, fuck David Perron, fuck first off. Hands. Fuck Sammy Blay. Fuck Sammy Blay. Ryan O'Reilly's awesome. I, really I like was Ryan not a huge Riley. Ryan O'Reilly fan. I'll be the first to admit that. I remember talking to... Me? Okay. I've always been a Ryan O'Reilly fan. Well, I remember talking to Sean, who's a Sabres fan, and being like, hey, I'm not a huge Ryan O'Reilly fan. And um, the dude is great. I'm a huge Ryan O'Reilly fan. He's so good. He's so sneaky I was, good. I was a fan of his when he was in Colorado. He's sneaky fast. He's really he's good. He's elusive. He's great. I was happy he won the Consumite. Me too. Except it was wrong, but I'm glad he won the Conn Smythe, yeah. but it was just wrong. David Perron is not a second-line player, and neither is Sammy Blay. No, I agree. Zach Sanford, Tyler Bozak, Robert Thomas. Robert Thomas could be good. Apparently, he's supposed to be really good, but uh, he didn't really show me much in the playoffs. He was really hurt, apparently. Uh, yeah. Um, I love Tyler Bozak. The dude's awesome, he, but he's a third-line player. And Zach Sanford is fine. He's fine. Uh, and their third, or sorry, their fourth line is just a three 
pieces of shit. Yeah. Yep. Well, jinx. <laughs> Ivan Barbashev, Oscar Sundquist, and Alex Steen. Just two young pieces of shit and one really and just rotten. Gap-tooth, nosy bitch. Wow. I wasn't. Apparently. Fuck you, Alex Steen. Wow. It's nice. Apparently, he's a very nice person is what I hear. This Swedish fuck. Wow. Um, I'm going to drop some uh, prospect knowledge on you right here. Do you know the name Jordan Cairo? No. Besides Kyra? No, no, not Jujar Kyra. Not the Punjabi one my, legend. One of my favorite players in the league. Punjabi well, legend Jujar Kyra. No. Uh, Jordan Cairo is a blues prospect. The dude reminds me of Nick Ehlers. He's yikes. so good. And I don't know why he's not on this roster. Uh, I predict one of... This is a very, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Sure. Sort of things. I and I, I don't think they replicate anything close to what yeah. they did last year. Um, the other issue I have with this roster is their defense. It's Gunnarsson, Petrangelo. Fine. Gunnarsson's not a, a second line or a second number two defenseman. That's mind boggling. Bomeister, Pareko. Um, they played so great. You have to keep them together, I guess. But Pareko and Petrangelo are both number one defensemen. Gunnarsson and Bomeister are both like number four so defensemen. Old. Yeah. But Vince Dunn this, I is would fucking put, great. I would put Vince Dunn with Petrangelo, honestly. Uh, I would probably put Dunn with Pareko because Dunn is more offensive and Pareko is more defensive. They're That's both fair. Yeah. Um, but Vince Dunn is a number three defenseman. So if you have Petrangelo, Pareko, and Dunn as your one, two, and three in terms of minutes, you're fine. The rest of them are fine. They're not great. Um, they have to trade Jake Allen at some point, don't they? How long did they sign Bennington for? Two years. I honestly think that was a contract to see if it was a if it was a flash. Yeah, in the yeah. Band. it's a show. It's a show me contract. But I mean, it was a four point four million dollar show me contract. Also, and the best part is Jake Allen gets four point three five. I mean, oh <laughs> fuck! What? Someone just died. It just fell oh, really uh, weird. We're watching the Flyers and Desert Tribe play right now. By the way, uh, it's the old white dudes versus the Borkwins. Um, I just think that Jake Allen's confidence is fucked. He gets in his head too much, yeah. and I don't think Bennington's going to have that good of a season. But also, I'm out for blood. I don't like the Blues. I'm very angry at them. Okay. So better or worse than last year in terms of regular season points? I think they make it back to the playoffs. I don't think they they go deep. That's fair. Uh, 99 points last year. I think they stay around 99. Okay. I will agree with that. Um, Jordan Bennington, overrated. Jake Allen gets traded. And people are depressed because he's not pretty good. What I am happy about, though, is I hope that other GMs around the league uh, try to build their teams to this clutch and grab old school. Right. And then people just start blowing by him. Exactly. And McDavid's like, sup, dogs? Peace. (laughs) Yeah. Because... I, I don't think that they call the playoffs the same way that they no, did no. for the, for the Blues next year. No, that's fair. Uh, Dallas Stars. I'm excited about this one. I am too. Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, Alex Radulov. Fantastic. One of the best first lines it's, in the league, it's honestly. Great. If Jamie Benn can get back to form, he's really been dealing with a lot of injuries. I, f- I think that hip he's surgery 8, years old. really fucked him. Also, the um, uh, I was going to make a... a Box munching joke. Oh my god! No, yeah, it it's an old tweet. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, what was I, it now? Like they were pieces of shit or something like that. I don't know. Oh, no, uh, horse hor, shit. I think. Yeah. Yeah. The CEO shit. called them horse shit or something. Yeah. Um. So th- this team has one problem, and that's their their left wing on their second line. So their second line is Dennis Gurionov, who's Who? uh, a rookie, exactly. Rupe Hintz and Joe Pavelski. I think Rupe Hintz is a great third line center. No, Rupe Hintz is pretty good, man. Also, great name, but he he's pretty good. He was Matt Zuccarello was there with him. He was and he was great, amazing in the playoffs. I think Rupe Hintz is going to continue. I think Joe Pavelski is going to be great this for a year be, or two. Joe Pavelski is one great year, and Dennis Gurionov is a who. I think Joe Pavelski gets 25 goals this year. That's not that great. That's good for a second liner. Sure. That's fair. Um, and the, their power play is Ben Sagan, Radulov, Pavelski, and Klingberg? Oof. Dumb. Dumb? Yeah. Oh, like dumb good? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
It's like you call me Domeo? Yeah, you're stupid. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> Jason Dickinson, Roddick Foxa, and Blake Como. Roddick Foxa was excellent in my uh, NHL like 17 franchise. I like Roddick Foxa. He's pretty good. Underrated. I like Dickinson too. Blake Como I'm very mad about. Why? Because it's Blake Como. I don't know. There's no good reason? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Andrew Cogliano, fuck that guy. Ty Delandria, um, he's a, a rookie, I believe. Uh, got drafted last year. So their center depth is say. garbage after losing Spezza. Uh, well, Spezza was terrible, but uh, there's I disagree. I mean, it's Sagan, Hintz, and Foxa. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. And then they have some fourth-line rookie. And but, then the worst player in the whole history of the NHL. <laughs> Having Cogliano and Perry on the same line is so... Uh, you're talking about Corey Perry, right? Yeah, okay. obviously. Corey Perry... First of all, watching Perry and Pavelski on the same team is going to be real weird. Watching them in different jerseys, which are also shades of green, is going to be real weird. Yep. But I, I, I cannot root for a team with Corey Perry on it. I don't care if he's getting paid a shit ton of money. I, I understand he's apparently a good dude. He's not a good dude. When I've heard, he's a piece of shit. Okay, well, I've never met the guy, but... God, he's just most punchable face in the NHL. Well, and he's done some terrible, terrible things. He's awful. In the name of hockey. He's awful. Um, and I really don't like Andrew Cogliano. My personal favorite was the, um, the whatchamacallit, complaining and bitching and moaning about uh, his losing Iron his Ironman streak. streak. Oh, my God. You fucking just blasted the dude in the head. Yes, you get suspended. That breaks your Ironman streak. Try not to do dirty shit, and you won't get suspended. That's fair. Fuck that guy. Uh, now... Their defense, with one glaring exception, is a masterpiece. You're not talking about my boy Roman Polak. That is the glaring <laughs> exception, sir. Do you remember when he took like four punches to the face from Nurse and just kind of got up and was just like, what the hell, yeah, man? man. <laughs> Why yes. did you do that? I remember while his that. face was bleeding. But he's not a good defenseman. I mean, Last Sekera year, this year. No, Sekera is not bad. Sekera has been played by injuries and he was playing in Edmonton. Remember Regardless. when he got traded for like a shit ton of first round draft yeah, picks to good, the huh? Kings? That was pretty good. But Sekera and Polak as your your third line D is not great. I mean, is but Steven Johns even back? Uh, he like broke every bone in his body or something, yeah. right? Yeah, but um, apparently he's supposed to be great. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's very tall. That's who. That's who Dallas got for taking Patrick Sharp's contract, right? I believe that is correct. Yeah, because he, be, he used to be on the Blackhawks. I really like Steven Johns. He was. There was a great interview on Puck Soup with him. I know. I heard that. Where he was, uh, he was. He seemed like a good dude. He was in Paris eating at a restaurant and McDavid walks by with his girlfriend and he tells his girlfriend, oh my God, that's Connor McDavid. She's like, why don't you go say hi? And he's like, oh, you won't know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was embarrassed. He was shy around Connor McDavid. Um, I just want to point out that Ron just ate shit again. That happened last week in the it podcast. Did. So that's uh, history repeating himself. It was, he was at the point on, a, on the power play. There was no one around him. I remember. And he just fell. It was great. Um, Essel and Dell is apparently a diving piece of shit, but a good hockey player. Oh, he's such a good hockey player. John Klingberg is incredible. incredible. John Klingberg will have a breakout season and will be dominated but, for the Norris because of Joe Pavelski's tipping Talk to bucks. my boy. Talk about my boy. Miro Heiskanen oh. is oh. so good. Baby, baby Eric Carlson. Sweet baby Miro is just... I don't know how this is going to sound on the podcast, but he's beautiful. He's, he's amazing. He's so good. He's so good. Uh, do you and remember he, he, in the, came, he, he performed well in the playoffs? Remember in the All-Star game where he fell without a helmet doing the fastest skater? Yes. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to get back up and do it again. Yeah. I thought, he, I thought he died. I thought he was dead. He looked like he died. It was like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. And he was fine. It was great. He's awesome. Um Ben Bishop and Anton Kudobin. There's no way Bishop doesn't get hurt and does what he did last but season. But New Dobin is good. New Dobin? The New Dobes. The New Dobes. Wow. I really like Anton Kudobin, too. Uh, even though, sorry, Anton Kudobin as well. Kudobin. Kudobin. Um, there's no way Bishop stays healthy. I'm sorry. No, he's going to tear his groin. Yeah, he's going to tear his groin. He probably or, tore his groin right now. Yeah, like like Just get a blood clot or something. Um Better or worse than 93? Better. You think? I think. 30, I, 90, like, maybe around blues, 99. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I think they need a uh, fourth line, and I think Corey Barry's going to be a bust, and I think Joe Pavelski will be fine. Um, and they, what if they're both a bust? Then we just laugh. 
Don't laugh at Joe Pavelski. We sir, had, we had this conversation, and you are a heartless monster. Our one, our one listener agreed to to my take <laughs> on Joe Pavelski. <laughs> is she sitting over there? No, it was Matt. Shout out to uh, Matt. Thank you for listening to the podcast. So the real question is, do we now have two listeners because she's listening live, or does that not count? No, she's not listening. Okay, <laughs> she's not listening. She's um, not listening. Uh, you know the other thing that's really weird about this this team is Valerie Nachushkin, the nuke. He got bought out. Yeah, because he sucks. What happened? The dude was awesome. He looked like a giant. He looked incredible. He can puck protect like a motherfucker. Looks like goddamn Anze Kopitar out there Whoa. with puck protection. Wow. And then he turns to the net and he's like, uh, what? <laughs> and he doesn't know what to do. It's weird. It's weird, man. And he's like, I'm going to go to Russia for two years and then come back and still be shit. Yeah. Very strange. Very strange. But now, that do you want- segues to our next team. I was going to do that. Because he just signed. What? You stole my thunder there. To the Colorado Avalanche. You stole my seg thunder. My thunderway. There it is. Thunderway. I stole your segway. So the Colorado the Avalanche. vehicle. 93 points last season. Uh, got the fourth overall pick this season thanks to the gift that keeps on giving the Matt Duchesne trade. Um, Not a fan of Matt Duchesne. Well, neither were the Avalanche. Obviously. And they ended up with like 8,000 pieces because of it. So this is a pretty redone roster. Um, first line, pretty obvious. Assuming Rico Rantanen signs Landeskog, McKinnon, Rantanen. I just want to take a second to say that Gabe Landeskog is a beautiful, beautiful man. Um, Inside and out. I've never seen his insides. I know that. <laughs> I know that the ducks might hate him, but I hate the ducks, so it's okay. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. Got it. I um, love Gabe Landeskog. Tyson Jost. Gabe, I love you. You done? I'm done. Okay. I, I love Nathan McKinnon. Everything you just said, except maybe his looks, is incredible. He's so freaking good. Mac truck. He's incredible. He's dude. really good. I, you know, honestly, I think he needs to be coached a little better. He doesn't pass enough. He looks like a chubby Crosby out there. He looks nothing like Sidney Crosby. I mean, like the way he plays. Nothing like Sidney Crosby. Like a chub Crosby. Nothing like Crosby's chub. Chubsby. They look nothing alike. They play nothing alike. He plays more like Ovechkin. They practice together. Sure. They're from the same town. Um... I'm not the biggest uh, Spit and Chicklets fan, but I heard an interview um, on Spit and Chicklets. Apparently, the first time McKinnon and Crosby trained together, they were at like a beach, and they were running up the the hill, and they did 10 runs up the hill, and uh, Crosby won the first nine. And McKinnon got a head start on the 10th, and he was running up the hill, and Crosby just decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. And he grabbed McKinnon's foot as he was running. McKinnon face-planted into the sand. Crosby went one and gloated. What a piece of shit. Um, Tyson Jost, Nazem Kadri, and Andre Burakovsky is their second line. I'm not a big Tyson Jost fan. I'm not a big Nazem Kadri fan, but he's really good. He's really good. And, and Andre Burakovsky, I really like. I'm a big Burakovsky fan. So I um, think that second line is going to be really good. I predict that Jonas Donskoy ends up playing where Jost is. Yost, Jost, and it's uh, Donskoy, Kadri, Burakovsky. Which is a great second it's line. great second line. Third line, let's go ahead and use our, my third line. Wilson, who, Colin Wilson, who's somewhere still in the league. JT Comfer, meh, and Tyson Jost. That third line is fine. It's Not a decent third impressed. line. It's better than having Long Beach native Matt Nieto on it. What a, a thunderway there. Uh, Matt Calvert, P.E. Belmar, and Matt Nieto, Long Beach native. Um... I don't Meets, think Belmar. Beats. I don't think Belmar is an NHL player anymore. He seems like a really nice dude. He's old. He was actually pretty good in the Vegas series. I honestly he think didn't he, play in the Vegas series. You talk about the Sharks Vegas series yeah. this last season. He didn't play. He played, and then he got he was scratched the last game. I don't know about that. Oh yeah, that who they play the last game? That guy, Peary, Brandon Peary. Yeah. Um. Hey, look, my buddy just cross checked someone in the back. And got his stick broken and is now upset. I hate that guy. Um, Who got his stick broken? Uh, what's oh, Mircha. No, no, it's not Mircha. I forget the guy's name. Um, I, he didn't play very much. Belmar's not good. He's, he's old. He's, he's old and French. Um, 
Now, their defense is the real crying achievement. They have somehow went from having no one, Eric Johnson be the number one defenseman. Brad Stewart. Sure. Uh, you know, I met Brad Stewart. That's my only, this is one of the only NHL players I met. I sold Brad Stewart an iPod, I believe, in 2007. How was that? Uh, I didn't recognize him at first, and then I had to ask for ID, and I didn't recognize it was Brad Stewart, and I didn't react. And I looked at him, gave his ID back, and I looked at him, I said, you know, we miss you in San Jose. And that's it. Very, and he walked out. I was very proud of myself. He's like, honey, this weird-ass kid was sitting yeah. here. He misses me. <laughs> um, so their defense, uh, Gerard and Johnson, Zadorov, Makar, Ryan Graves, and Kevin Connaughton. That, uh, that five and six is questionable, but the first four are great, even though Nikita Zadorov is a piece of shit human being. Zadorov... But Makar, Johnson, and Gerard are great. Gerard's really good. I love Gerard. Makar is going to be really, really I good. I don't know. Okay. He's going to be good, but he's not going to be great. You realize when he played in the playoffs, that was his sixth NHL game? Yeah, but what about when Ghost Bear only played in the playoffs and he was lining up? Ghost Bear is like a, the fifth defenseman on the Flyers now. Yeah. What's going to happen to Makar? Oh, okay. Got it. I thought you were using Ghost Bear as an alter. Okay. Um, okay. That's interesting. That's a hot take. Um, he's small. No, he's not. He's small? Yeah. You're just not a fan of Kale. And I just don't think he... He, he was great. He's 6'1". Oh, okay. He's big. <laughs> but he hasn't had to play an 82-game schedule. That's of course, true. he's going to look fresh as fuck out there. No, for the that's true. No, you're right. And he just came out. What is it? He's a college player, right? Yeah. So he played he, like 30 four, games. Yes, yeah, 30, 40 yeah. games. No, we'll see. Um, I like Philip Grubauer. I think he's good. Uh, I have no idea who their backup Frank is. Frankuz. Yeah, Pavel Frankuz. I, I got no idea. They could be good. Uh, better or worse than 93 points? Better. I think they win the Thunderdome. Wow. Well, that was a good Thunder win. Now it's pretty bad. Um, next team. We have six minutes. We have two more teams to discuss. Okay. Chicago Blackhawks. One of my favorites. Really? Yeah. So the beat writer for the, uh, the Blackhawks has Dominic Kubelik, Jonathan Taves, and Patrick Kane on their first line. I don't, I don't know who did this. I don't agree with that at all. I, I don't either. Their second line is Debrinkit, Strom, and Perlini. Um, you have to keep Strom and Debrinket together. Yep. And you put Kane on that line. Yeah, I make agree. Make magic. And then that's your first line. That's your first line. Make make Strom your first line. Yep. Why not? Jonathan Taves is going to be a second line. Brandon Saad, David Camp, Andrew Shaw. Why not have Taves and Saad on the same line? That was the whole why, reason why you why brought did they Saad trade back. for Shaw? Why? Is because he, Bowman loves bringing back. That's weird, man. Old. Shark, that's weird. Uh, old sharks, <laughs> old Blackhawks. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, so I think you have uh, saw. He's he's nostalgic. He's a millennial. All he <laughs> wants is a nostalgia and avocado toast and avocado toast. Uh, avocado toast is delicious. Whoa, Carpy's on on the Blackhawks. Yeah, Ryan now? Carpenter, Sharks legend. Wow. Yeah, he signed with the Blackhawks. Uh, he's trying to do what um, Andrew Desjardins did. Go to the Blackhawks and do nothing. Um, (laughs) I miss DeJordan. He was a good dude. Best best number 69 player in the history of the league. Prove me wrong. I'm not going to because only douchebags were 69. Andrew DeJordan was not a douchebag. Except for Andrew DeJordan. All people were. No, he probably was. Doug the Thug Glatt. (sighs) I'm not a fan. Okay. We we, we can talk about fighting in another another episode. Um, Drake Kajula, Ryan Carpenter, Zach Smith. Um, That's actually a pretty good fourth line. I like Drake Kajul a lot. I do too. Dude is good. Ryan and Carpenter is fine. Edmonton for Drake oh, That's Kajula. not difficult that's to very fleece true. Edmonton back in the day. Uh, Duncan Keith and Eric Gustafson, Calvin DeHaan, Brent Seabrook, Oli Mata, Connor Murphy. Gustafson is good, not great. How many points do you think Eric Gustafson had last Duncan season? Duncan Keith is old. How many points do you think Eric Gustafson know, had like last 25? season? 25? 50. No way. How much do you want to bet? No, I don't want to bet. That's crazy. Uh, it's, it's insane. He just shot out of a cannon. He was on their power play, and their power play wasn't great, but he was great. Um, and he's not amazing. Uh, I've talked to a Blackhawks fan, ah. and the Blackhawks fan says that he's going to get traded. Sorry, he had 60 points, not 50 wow. points. Wow. Yeah, 60 points minus six. Why, why would they trade him? Because he has high value. Okay. And apparently they do that, like with Henry Yoki Harju. 
We'll see. Um, I don't think this team is great, unfortunately. Well, you haven't talked about my favorite third, one of my favorite third line D pairings in the whole league. Holy modern Connor Murphy. I did mention <laughs> yeah. it. It's pretty brutal. Holy moly. That's like the slowest third line you could ever put well, together. You're making the assumption that Brent Seabrook doesn't play in the third line, which would somehow make it slower. And Dahan. Wow. Can you imagine if that Mata and Seabrook bottom, are on the ice at the same time? That bottom four is brutal. I mean, even Duncan Keith at what, like 35? Yeah, they brutal. have one. They have one defenseman. Calvin Dahan's fine. Well, he's fine. He's okay. Um, good for the Blackhawks for picking up Robin Leonard. Uh, I don't understand how, what happened there. Without, but Corey Crawford without done, Trotz's D. No, it's Mitch Corn's coaching. Yeah, well, and but, but Trotz's so, and Trotz's sure, and, and Trotz's is, trap. Yeah, but, but there. I mean, Holtby and Rene were both good after Mitch Corn, the goalie whisperer, left. So he might be good up. too. He might be good too. We'll see. Um, Corey Crawford's done, unfortunately. He is. It's really too he bad. Was, he was a great goalie. He seemed like a good dude. I mean, minus his glove hand, but um, also Chris Kunin's retired. <laughs> yeah. Good fucking riddance. <laughs> wow. Uh, do you think Alex Nylander makes the roster? They no. traded Nylander for Yoki Harju. Nope. All right. Interesting. Uh, Chicago really likes their their comebacks and their reclamation projects. Yep. And it's weird. Speaking of reclamation project, the Minnesota Wild. I think the Blackhawks end with 82 to 85 points. Wow. That's in the, okay. The Minnesota Wild uh, recently named Billy Guerin as their GM. Some semi-breaking news. Oh, God. Former Sharks legend Bill Guerin. He, I don't remember him being on the Sharks at all. He was on the Sharks. Really? Yeah. Look it I, up. I, I believe you. Look it up. But what, when was he on the Sharks? I think they traded. Uh, fuck, who did they trade for him? I don't remember that at all. He uh, was. It was like a. It was a deadline acquisition. We traded a first, and I think like Matt Carl or some shit. Vili Nieminen, Jay Barabal, and a conditional first round pick. In two thousand and seven. Wow, so I, he was I on have the no memory of that. He apparently did a lot. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, he played like shit, too. Wow. All right. Um, the Minnesota Wilds suck. They're run, they were apparently run by a fool for the last year. They are screwed. I don't know what they're supposed to do. They are handcuffed by two awful contracts. Soon, they're they're going to be crap until pre-Zane Suter are off the books. I mean, their first line is Zach Parise, Eric Stahl, and Matt Zuccarello. Eric Stahl. Are they all, are they all over 35? Yes. Is that possible? How is that possible? I thought the Sharks were old. I'm, like, really proud of Eric Stahl for having his resurgence. Sorry, Eric Stahl's 34. They're but all over 34. He was third-line center on the oh, Rangers. Matt, Matt Zuccarello's 31. Um, so they're all over 30. There we go. I got that right. I... Jason Zucker is good. Kevin Fiala is good. Ryan Donato is good. Miko Koivu is fine. Jordan Greenway is good. Jordan Greenway is fine. I'm not a huge fan. Luke Cunning is fine. Marcus Foligno is bad. Joel Erickson Act is fine. Yeah, but there's JT some, Brown the, is bad. Some of their parts is not good. It, it, it's it's brutal. Um, and their defense. Ryan Suter is fine. Matt Dumba is good. Jonas Brodin is good. Jared Spurgeon, Spurgeon is, is good. good. But then they have Nick Sealer and Greg Patteron. I don't even know who they are. I'm Greg Patteron. He's been around. I think he was on the Predators, maybe, mm. but he's not good. Devin Dubnik is is going to be rough too. I I'm not not a fan. Doobie, 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 Doo. And then and Alex Daylock, the worst backup the in the Minnesota league. Miracle Man. Yeah, uh, he is from Minnesota, I believe. Yes, I think they're going to be an absolute tire fire, and they're going to be in the running for. I'm gonna get this guy's name wrong. Alex Lafreniere or something. The 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 new Crosby. What was that? There's a bomb in here. Oh, sick. We're, we're all gonna die. All right, cool. Um, well, I guess that's the end of our uh, podcast then. It was a good episode. How many uh, points did the Wild get? I don't know, eighty. I think they get like seventy. I think they're gonna wow. be awful. That bad. They're gonna be awful. They're. I think. I think they're probably gonna tank on purpose, and they're gonna try and build. Around Donato and um, so, who wins the division? 
the stars. I agree. Oh, I'm excited. That is a bad Thunderdome take. It is. Yeah. Um, so stars, Preds, stars, Preds, Jets, Jets. I say stars, Avalanche, Preds, Jets. Oh, you know what? You're right. I completely forgot about the Avalanche. Stars, Avalanche. <laughs> Maybe the Avalanche take it. No. You know, Stonsko is not that good. Maybe they take it. Okay. We'll see how Bednar does this year. Um, cool. So that was the second episode of Pucks and Deep. Thanks to our uh, one listener. What was his name? Matt. 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 Thanks, Matt. Matt. Apparently, Mark doesn't play video games anymore, so you'll never talk to him again. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think we might actually get to like interview each other and talk about hockey? It'll happen eventually. Eventually. Maybe when we stop doing these previews, because okay. uh, they're they, they take too long. They're time consuming. Yeah. All right, and we are now gonna go hop on the ice. We're playing. Uh, I don't remember which team. I don't know which team. I'm sure we're going to beat them. I hope so. Um, Yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.